Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, a podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about airplanes. What's the use of that ground vehicle that pushes the airplane back when you leave the gate? Can't airplanes just reverse without it? Oh, you know, they technically could use some reverse thrust, but it actually uses a lot of fuel. It can suck in debris, it can damage the gate, and it's hard due to the pilots not being able to see the rear of the aircraft. It just kind of makes more sense to have the ground crew do it. Now, there is also the fact that gas turbine engines are actually quite finicky things in that they like really nice and smooth laminar airflow into the engine inlet. Um, Reverse thrust below any kind of specific indicated airspeeds can actually mess with that laminar airflow. And well, bad things can result from that. And in case you're wondering, the wheels on planes actually are not motorized. The only propulsion the aircraft has are actually the jet engines. So another question that listeners had is why do when planes take off, they usually have a period where they dip a little bit or don't climb as quickly before then climbing to cruising altitude. If you open up a flight tracker and you basically look at any flight, you kind of notice this characteristic where it takes off and then it dips a little bit before then engaging in a steeper climb to its cruising altitude. Oh, that's an interesting one and good observation. So, you know, when you take off, um, planes will initially be pitched up fairly steeply, something like a 15, 20 degree angle, because the first objective after takeoff is to gain altitude and basically clear any obstacles or terrain immediately surrounding the airport in case of, let's say, an engine failure. If you are in a large airplane, you'll also use your flaps or slats on the wings to increase lift and basically shorten the length of runways that you actually need to take off. And after you are safely away from the ground, um, these need to be retracted. And in order to retract them, the airplane needs to gain some airspeed. And that's because this additional airspeed will make up the lift loss by finally retracting those flaps. I see. So it's both the changing angle and retracting the wing flaps that causes the plane to lose some lift. Yeah, that's right. Once you gain some altitude, you will briefly nose over to trade your altitude climb rate for some more airspeed. And this happens at whatever acceleration altitude has been prescribed by your company for your airplane at that airport. It's something around 600 to 1,000 feet above ground, or another way to think about it is like 30 seconds after takeoff. Mm. So as the airplane accelerates and after the flaps are finally retracted, then you can continue to climb again. And it's that temporary reduction in climb rate that might be what you're feeling or you know seeing those uh, flight trackers. Um, another fun fact is that this could also happen again at 10,000 feet above sea level when the airplane will actually level off to accelerate even more, you know, before continuing to climb to maybe a cruise altitude. I see. Okay. So now we've pushed back from the gate and we've taken off. The next thing and next question I have is how can a cup of water not spill inside of an airplane when the plane is turning and tips its wing to make a broad turn? You know, the force experienced while banking is kept at around 1G by the pilots intentionally so that this effect is not felt by any of the passengers. And you could tell you're turning because of the change in acceleration. But during a turn, you might feel as if you aren't turning, you know? It's because the, the forces created by a plane as banked causes water to be pulled actually to the bottom of the cup. 
And it's just really hard to feel this force as it's very subtle, especially in commercial aircraft. A good example of this is if you hold a cup of water and spin yourself around with your arm and cup extended, you'll actually notice that the water will pull to the outermost side. And with enough speed, you can actually turn the cup to its side with the bottom of the cup outward without spilling a single drop. I see. That's a helpful image to think about. There's another observation that I have, and I want to end with this, which is why do commercial airplanes have wings generally on the bottom of the body? And big military airplanes often have their wings on the top. Low wings, they leave the engines and fuel tanks closer to the ground, which actually aids in maintenance and keeps them away from the passenger area, which also marginally increases the overall safety. While high wings keeps the engines and the fuel tanks away from the ground, which can keep them safer from debris, which is also very important for a military aircraft that might be operating areas with maybe you know poor infrastructure. It also allows the fuselage to be closer to the ground, which can make things like loading cargo easier when there isn't that kind of aid that a commercial airport can offer. And you know, some military transport planes are also designed to land on unpaved runways like grassy fields, uh, literal dirt roads, and they have to avoid things like rocks and other things that might take out an engine that's too close to the you know unproved sur unimproved surface. And placing the engines and wings up high basically removes concerns of like small brushes or unimproved surfaces destroying those parts of the plane. Got it. That's interesting. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to go leave us a review or a rating on Apple iTunes because it helps other listeners to find this podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.